0: Welcome to the All or Nothing podcast, where we bring to you companies and CEOs that are changing the game. And I'm your host, Rodrigo Ballone. Now this week, we're going to talk about social media and e-commerce. I have a company on the line that has a patent approved product called StarTag that allows you to sell your product across all platforms. So let's go ahead and welcome the founder of Brabble, Pat Macaranis. How are you today?
1: Hi, Rodrigo. Thanks for having
0: me. It's great having you on the show. Now, Pat, you started your journey towards entrepreneurship in college. What led you down this path?
1: Uh, well, I'm 34 years old now, Rodrigo. So, uh, you know, rewinding about uh, 15, 16 years um, as a sophomore in college, um I was working for some of the old college students as a part-time job, um, uh, advertising college events uh, on campus, off campus, to the college community. You know, back then, um, as I said, 14, 15 years ago, there was no social media. It was the very, very early stages of Facebook. It was actually called thecollegefacebook.com. You know, it had just come out. Um, MySpace wasn't even out yet. People were still using Instant Messenger. um, And basically, we were doing very grassroots uh, marketing, um, handing out flyers, word of mouth, uh, magazine ads, things like this that basically don't even exist today. Um, As the years evolved over the next two, three years, um, I had expanded the business. The older students had graduated, and I formed an actual company out of it where it evolved to I had about 14 or 15 students working full-time, part-time. We had an off-campus office location, and we were networking with about 25 different universities in the area. Uh, Now finally starting to tap into social media, Facebook, MySpace, uh, Instant Messenger, uh, collecting contacts, growing our database by the day with emails and uh, cell phone numbers, and really just kind of grew Uh, our database. So we were actually producing live events, um, several different uh, college networking events throughout the communities, and, uh, you know, working with several forms of media back then. So um, that was my first project ever started as a kid. uh, And I stuck with that for about 10 years. So that was definitely my first run at entrepreneurship.
0: That's pretty cool, because it's not a new concept. Every college town has had a countless amount of people that try to throw events some people make money but a lot of them don't some people have long-term success but most of them don't so what were some key things that you and your team did to achieve long-term success well
1: again this is this is a very old Project and business for me. We're going back 15 years. I've I've been in a lot of different things since, but you know the times have changed so significantly since then. Um, You know I started working in the colleges as a college student. Um, The business grew to where we uh, we were able to network with some of the largest uh, entertainment companies in America, Live Nation and AEG uh, became partners of ours over the years, producing events coast to coast. significant artists and entertainment acts uh, but more focusing on the cross promotion and uh, marketing of different brands and products that we would do and uh, run sponsorships with as the years progressed Um, you know so that that was a a former business but uh, as, as you asked you know that was my first run in entrepreneurship
0: you mentioned that the game changed a lot since you started you know things have evolved but when it comes to businesses in general a lot of companies spend a lot of money on marketing, but get caught up marketing only one way or to one demographic. But when it comes to marketing, cross-promotion can open up the possibility of new revenue streams. Now, you've touched on it, but can you dig a little deeper? How has cross-promotion impacted your business?
1: So I, I no longer am in am in that business, Rodrigo. I actually own a technology company today called Bravel. Um, this marketing business I started as a kid, um, you know, and, uh, I think because of the grassroots concept and how technology has evolved so much, uh, to date, we were able to create the products that we've, uh, you know, developed at Brabble. Um, what Brabble is, is a technology company based here in New York City. We're about five years in business, um, I'm the founder of the company, as you said earlier, and we've got an amazing team. What we do differently um, is that we've created a product that drives e-commerce. And uh, we focus on giving companies, people, or brands the ability to increase their online sales via our patented product called a StarTag. And the StarTag product is what we've developed at Bravel. We recently were patent approved in the United States. That was news that came out just a couple of weeks ago. Um, that was a huge milestone for us. So to answer your question, um, you know, marketing today, you know, marketing, the whole point of marketing is to generate revenue, right? You're advertising to sell something. So every company in the world that exists where you're the smallest company out there or the largest brands in, in, around the globe, everyone wants to increase their sales. What the StarTech does is a technology solution that can be embedded into any platform, social media networks, e-commerce websites, uh, online sales platforms for uh, individual companies and products, and we can embed the StarTag link behind any product. When someone clicks on that link, whether they're on their phone or they are uh, on social media uh, or on their desktop, or an e-commerce marketplace when they click on these links uh, we capture all of the data the customer profile when they uh, give us that data that we gather we can actually use that for the companies to retarget these customers with products of interest in their price range similar things that they've uh, shopped for in the past Um, and that's how we're driving customer retention the other added value that we bring is that we can now drive these links these star tag links behind products that people are selling to multiple networks so you would ask about marketing and cross promoting that's really what this is doing this is giving you the ability to drive products from say facebook or instagram or twitter or amazon or a direct company's website to tap into multiple networks and multiple marketplaces so that products can actually be bought and sold um, to existing user bases on other networks.
0: In the past, companies could get away with putting up billboards or doing TV commercials. But things, things have changed. Marketing and branding has become more community driven. As a business, building a community is one thing, but engaging with that community is another. For you, what comes to mind when you think about increasing engagement with your community?
1: So, you know, engagement is always great, you know, within a community. What we're doing differently at Bravel is a lot of companies out there, I shouldn't say a lot, but there's been companies out there, some of the larger names that have tried to create similar technology to the StarTag. But what they've done differently and what we're doing differently at Bravel, these companies, typically have tried to do it within their own network and they've tried to keep traffic and people and and the engagement that you're talking about within their own network. At Brabble, what we're doing differently is we're doing it outside of our network. So we have our own social app. We've got our community. However, uh, we're trying to give uh, anyone out there, whether it's a competitor, um, which we see as a, A value, a partner, an opportunity for us to work with our competitors and use the competition to grow and tap into existing user bases. But we're actually doing this outside of our app, outside of our network. So we're giving people the ability to sell products from whatever network they're currently on to other existing networks. We want to help them maximize the visibility of their products, maximize the eyeballs that are looking at their products and their marketing campaigns, and have them you know, have the ability to sell products to a larger audience.
0: What I like about your mindset is that instead of trying to participate in somebody else's social media platform, you decided to create your own. What opportunities did you see early on that made you go this route?
1: You know, so we created this, uh, again, you know, what, why did I, why did I take the opportunity to create Bravel? Um, I think it's a combination of, uh, You know, coming from my my background where we were using social media in the early stages to market products and events and different brands, um, but it lacked the ability to sell things. It didn't give you the ability to actually make a sale and generate revenue. So that's how Bravo was was created. We said, look, we can have a social network. Um, There's a lot of social apps out there. There was a whole phase where people thought they could create the next billion-dollar app, and everyone wanted to create social media networks. What the data showed was that the four or five top guys out there kind of run the marketplace, Um, and what we wanted to do differently was say, look, we're a social app. It's a fun, engaging community. You can post audio, video, picture, and text with all forms of media on Bravel. but how we really are different is this e-commerce feature with the star tag that lets the average social user, whether you're a 15-year-old high school student or – One of the largest celebrities out there with an enormous social media following, It gives anyone out there on social media the ability to monetize their following and sell products.
0: When it comes to building and creating an app, getting people to download it is one challenge, but getting people to keep coming back is another. So what are some things that you guys do in order to get your users to keep coming back?
1: Yeah, so UpRavel again. We're a technology company. One of our products is the social media network that we have live. Um, I would say eighty percent of our focus is the StarTag technology that we license out to other companies outside of our app. Um, sure. But as far as the, the actual social network goes, um, you know, you, you want to keep people. Uh, you want to give people a reason to go to your network. There's got to be something different there than that lives on Instagram or Snapchat, where you know the majority of people live every day. So again, that differentiator on Bravo is our star tag feature that allows people to make money when using our app.
0: There's ups and downs to our business, especially when you've been running one for over a decade. What is it about your approach that has allowed you to evolve into a better entrepreneur? Yes,
1: yeah, so we started Brabill about five years ago. Um, I had the marketing company for 10 years prior to that. Um, The five years here that we're in have been, you know, turbulent, to say the least. Uh, It took many years, probably the first two, three years, to get the product off the ground properly. Um, Thank God we stabilized over the last 18 months or so. We got the necessary funding in the bank that we needed to move forward. Um, Our patents finally came through, which was a huge milestone for us. Um, If I could give any of the listeners advice out there, I say this repeatedly, if you're starting a project, especially something that's going to be pre-revenue for a while, uh, make sure you have a plan or the ability to get the appropriate capital needed to fund the company and the project. Uh, That's 90% of the reason why most startups fail. They run out of funding. So uh, whether you can finance it yourself, you have a close network around you to support it, that want to invest. Uh, If not, you need to have a network of people or people that can be on your team that can help raise the money. Um, it's a long process and it's much more difficult when you don't have the necessary funding in the bank. So that's definitely something I learned along the way. The second most valuable part part to that is a good team. You can't do everything yourself. Uh, obviously funding and teams go hand in hand. You need to be able to pay a good team. Um, you need the right people that are willing to work for the bigger picture maybe earn equity when funding is light, uh, you know, and wait for the cash to come in so you can go on on payroll and things like that. So getting a good team that can all play their own role, and that could be two people, that could be 20 people as you grow, but you need a team, you can't do everything yourself, uh, and you need to make sure you have the necessary funding, especially in technology, uh, to actually develop these products.
0: Um, you know, I like that you mentioned about building,
1: you know, a good team. You know,
0: there's an emphasis there, but you know, a lot of times that sounds a lot easier than it really is. Because you know, me personally, I worked for companies where you know there was a lot of good talent on the teams, but management wasn't utilizing the right. Whether they weren't listening to the people, whether they weren't promoting them, whether were you know whether they weren't giving the right incentives, whatever the case, whether whatever the case was, you know, they were able to attract the top talent, but not keep them. So, can you talk to that? You know, what are you know? What's your focus when it comes to you know finding the right people, but also keeping them so you know they stay for long long periods of time.
1: Right. So, I mean, there's there's so many different levels. Um, when you're first starting out as a startup, you know, as a pre-revenue startup, things are tough. Things are tight. You need the proper funding. Like I said, um, to really go out there and find A-level um you know talent you need to be able to compensate them um a level you know or super senior people uh, that are used to making a lot of money earning a lot of equity you need to be able to negotiate a good package for these people so that's the first part but i think secondly and maybe even more importantly um it's got to be a good environment the, the the talent the team has to believe in the product You know, you could give someone an enormous amount of equity in the company, but if it's not going to go anywhere and they don't believe in the product, it's worthless. Um, So you need to create the uh, motivation for them. They need to believe in you as the founder of the company. They need to believe in the product and the potential. uh, And a good work environment is also very important.
0: Every industry is getting flipped upside down because of digital technology, and has really allowed us to eliminate the middleman and speak to whoever we want to speak to. As you look forward and plan for the future, what's your mindset when it comes to growing your business in a digital world?
1: Well, uh, you know, we, we built StarTag based around exactly what you just said. Um, we think that everything revolves around the cell phone today. Malls are closing down every single day. Uh, online shopping hits new record-breaking numbers every single year, holiday seasons. Uh, the numbers are just, you know, mind-boggling. So uh, online shopping is on a absolute breakout. I think it's going to go even further in that direction over the next three to five years. Um, and then who knows what the future holds. So we want to be in that wave. We want to embed and integrate the StarTag technology to the companies that are in that business worldwide. Uh, And really be a part of that upswing, helping people capture this wave of online shopping and online sales uh, while capturing data of your customers so you can continuously drive product sales to your network.
0: Pat, that was a great interview. I definitely see the vision of StarTag and look forward to seeing you grow and and implement it into every social media platform that's out there. Is there anything else that you want to tell our audience before you go?
1: no, I mean, I thank you for the time. We're very excited here at Brable. Um You know, and uh, we're, we're looking forward to, uh, you know, what the future holds.
0: I want to thank Pat Macaronis, the founder of Brabble, for being on the show. And if you want to hear more interviews like this, make sure you follow the All or Nothing podcast on iTunes and Spotify. Now that's a wrap for this episode of All or Nothing, where we bring to you companies and CEOs that are changing the game. And I'm your host, Rodrigo Boulogne.